Alrighty, folks. The king has returned. No, I'm not a king. I'm just a schnook with a job. Trying to fire his boss. And I hope you are too. Otherwise, you're wasting your time listening to this podcast. Unless you really enjoy my tangents, then by all means, keep listening to my ignorance. So I'm driving home. I close once a week. We discuss when I switch to sales for my operations position. So quick recap. I am quite enjoying the switch. It's a challenge of a different type. And when I first joined my company, I was sure I was going to be a manager in this department. Because I was like, I switched over, didn't want to be there. Thought I was going to be in the department. I started with benefits. Took the risk. You know, yeah, let's do it. I was so sure I was going to get it, and I didn't get it. And I was so dismayed. I was, I was so sure I could get it because I'd been doing it, and I knew how to do it. And I knew how to coach. I knew how to manage my time. And I knew that I was worthy of the opportunity. And I didn't get it the first time. I got it the second time. But I got beat by an equal candidate for my class, which actually feels good because now I work with that person, which is pretty sweet because they helped me. And I have someone I can trust because we started together. So it's been a very interesting couple of months for me. And I do apologize. We did not have a podcast yesterday. Uh, yesterday, I'm sorry. Last week, see, my brain is uh, <laughs> my brain's fried. Started watching the Matrix uh, 4 of whatever you call it now again last night. See, I missed them the first time I saw it. So I'm a little tired today, but I have been sleeping more, trying to change my habits, like I told you. I've said at least twice in the three seasons now that your secret success is found in your daily habits. If daily you are drinking, watching porn, and being ignorant, it's going to be very hard to focus on your business, and you might be able to do it. Craig Ballantyne was making seven figures while drinking and partying every day and coming home you know, and drinking Red Bulls to get through the day. It is doable. It's not that it's not doable. But the difference between six figures and seven figures for you might be you need to be sober. The difference between seven figures and eight figures might require a whole life change. And so while all this might seem like a pedantic rant, it does tie into today's theme. And today's theme is simply this. You need to be able to walk away from everything. If you are not willing to leave it all behind, I do not believe you will succeed, 99% of you. Myself included. So we're going to break right now because I'm almost home type stuff, like always. We're going to come back. folks so like I stated today's podcast my rants you know as I was talking about you know my little tangent that I, I, I made a change I left one department for another I left another department for the where I'm at now which is where I thought I was going to start off didn't make it so today's theme is you must be willing to walk away but before we get there just a quick little side note you have to be willing to challenge yourself as well I took a job that didn't really know much about I did something similar to another call center right before it but I needed money because I wasn't making enough money and my money that I'd saved to move from New York to Florida was running out. Just a quick recap for y'all. I've been here almost six years now. When my son was six weeks old, my wife had been cleared from having her, you know, from having the pregnancy. My son was cleared by his doctor. We left New York, sent the truck out a couple hours ahead of us, got her two weeks behind us. So for like two weeks, we were living on, you know, rented, not rented, uh, bought mat- inflatable mattress and like, crawling on our knees with a, a six-week-old. So it was a little crazy. We left everything behind. I honestly, I lied. I told people I had a job. Didn't have a job. But I needed my family not to make me feel worse because I was scared out of my mind. And then from there, I got a job. I got another job. And now I've been at a job I'm in. I've switched positions multiple times. Not because of ineptitude or not being able to do it or I don't like the color of the grass on the other side. So I've always taken the challenge they've presented. 
or an opportunity that gave me peace of mind or more income. And he said, I'm trying to find my own boss because A, I want more control, and B, I want more income. I can only climb the ladder I'm at so far. But the ladder moves have actually been very pleasing for me where I'm at. But, as I said, we get back to the main subject for today is you have to be willing to leave everything behind. And if I didn't get it right, the reason I didn't podcast last week, I think I, I messed up my intro or preamble there is, you know, we had a, we had a death in the family, and then we had some other um, issues occur in my immediate family, my home, and it just, it wasn't the time for me to podcast last week. It, it wasn't the time for you to be there. So another quick side lesson there is you need to know when you can do it. You, you're not going to hit a home run some days. And there's days, folks, it's probably better you don't even swing. You know, if you, if you ever watch baseball, it's, you got you got to wait for your swing, your swing, right? Not everything the pitcher's throwing you is good. He's going to throw you some junk. And the only one who's going to know the difference is you. Now, you can try and get a walk. You can try and hope you don't get the strikes, but only you know when to hit. Last week, I couldn't hit. I couldn't think of a single thing to talk about. I didn't want to get in this podcast and talk. Even now, just thinking about why I was sad last week brings the sadness back up. Now, I lost one of my favorite families. In fact, the person I lost had moved to Florida in the 90s and then moved back within a year. And that person, I remember she told me, she was, the last time I saw her in New York before I left, she had this huge hug and she whispered in my ear and she said, don't come back. Don't ever come back. You make it work. And uh, Sorry, folks. I'm damn near crying honestly, but... Uh, it's heartbreaking because those words motivated me. Because she did what I she attempted to do what I did with her family, and came back. And part of my goals has been to honor what she told me was make sure you make it. And six years in so far, I'm making it. My family's better off. We're almost totally debt free compared to when we moved here. My kids are happy. My wife's happy. I have peace. Ninety nine percent of the time, ninety five probably. Okay, ninety four. You win. It's it's different. I feel we fared better in COVID than most of my family did. The lockdowns, the ignorance, we would have had to deal with our jobs. So you need to be able to walk over everything. So I'm going to be a little back and forth here today. So it's, I'm, I feel like I lost a step when I lost this person. But you have to be willing to walk away from everything. We left New York with money from our retirements. Basically bankrupted the money that most people set aside. You know, your 401k, your 414, your IRA, your Roth this, your SEP that. To give my wife the chance to be that home mother was she wanted and I wanted for my son. To have someone who's going to take care of him. Because anybody can take better care of him than she was. Just a fact. It's just, it's not going to happen. And, you know, it's... I wanted my son to grow up here, not in New York. I, I got lucky to have some great breaks. My parents did a lot for me. But in my head, I always wanted to be in Florida for about... I don't know, 98 to 2000s. And in fact, when the market crashed big under Obama, Trump, not Obama, Trump, Obama, Bush transition to 08, 09, me and my wife were looking to move and our family kind of convinced us not to. And this time I was like, I'm going. Prayed on it. It was a big thing for me and my wife. We did pray a couple times. We were listening to the, our sermons, to our pastor. We actually started going to church over the internet a year and a half, more or less, before we moved here. We still go to that church to this day. But I would not be where I'm at right now if I was not willing to walk away from everything. And you know, you can think it's as simple as, well, I'll just, I'll quit the field of jobmen. That is a big walk. That's a huge walk. I'll give you credit. That's a massive one. I've done that two or three times as well. But here's the problem, folks. And I see what people I know right now. They're comfortable. And the problem is you can't really grow in comfort. You know what comfort looks like? I'll give you a visual. 
Comfort looks like you're a plant, right? And I poured some water in you, and you feel good, and you got it going, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, this is, this is just way too much water. I'm actually drowning. And I thought I was smart. I gave you enough water to last like 10 days so I can not water you and be lazy and also not water you and know you're taken care of. All of a sudden you can't breathe. The water's choking you. But it felt good at first, right? You were full of water. You, know, you were dried out. You were parched. And now you don't have a chance in the world. Being comfortable will keep you where you're at until you're dead. You have to be able to walk away from everything, folks. This is going to be a really short podcast, too, because I can't say much except for the exact facts. If you're not willing to quit your job, if you're not willing to leave your state, if you're not willing to fight for the things you want, you're wasting your time on my podcast and you're wasting your time when it comes to your dreams and goals. Now, if you don't give a damn and you just want some vacation time, or you don't really think that big and none of that stuff matters to you, then that's fine. But I don't know why you're listening to my podcast. Because I literally told I fire my boss once or twice a week and not having to have a boss. And yeah, I'll be honest with you, it's a frightening perspective because if I do fire my boss, I'm responsible for everything. My paycheck, my payroll, whether my kids get good teeth because I can afford a good dentist and then good braces and all that stuff. All that, all that changes. It's, as a parent and a spouse, as a leader of a household, it's a whole different ballpark than when I was 21, hanging out with my friends, getting right, and working for private contractors. And then at the gap overnight sometimes, you know, I was, I'm the Kanye of the, of the contractors and entrepreneur world. You know, so I, was, I was folding my khakis. Something just fell in my car. Oh, well, I think it was my pocket knife. Yes, when I'm not at work, I usually do carry a pocket knife. Actually, no, that was actually my flashlight. Don't have the pocket knife today, darn. Eh, whatever. You get the point. I do try to be technically sound. You should have a light, your keys, pens, always have a pen. Man should always have a supplies ready to do what he has to do. He should not be, you know, squawking around acting foolish. Did get a good old light deal. I got two of them on me now, actually. One's rechargeable in the bag, and the one I carry every day is waterproof. And you see, because I'm supplied, I can run. I'm telling you, folks, you cannot succeed if you don't. I'm not saying you have to run. I'm not even saying it's a necessity or nothing like that. What I'm saying is that for 99% of you, if you're not willing to get out of your comfort zone... You're going to get exactly nowhere. And I can tell you, fill my glasses fell. You have to be scared. I'm not too comfortable. And if you've hit all your goals and you're comfortable, go ahead, do what you got to do. But if you are not willing to walk away from every single thing, you will not succeed. I'm not saying you have to walk away. It's not a prerequisite. But you have to be willing to chase the dream. Now, you saw Batman Dark Knight Rises, the third one with Bane. A lot of people hated it, but Batman gets his back broke, right? And Bane throws him in his pit so he can watch the TV and watch Gotham get ripped to pieces. You know, blah, 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 instability. Truth comes out, makes people worse. It kind of sounds like a lot of what's going on now, if you ask me. If you really watch politics and deep dive into what's going on a lot, which I do look into a lot of that stuff. I have for years. Decades, actually. But Batman has to climb up this pit, and everyone tries to do it with the rope. You said the child dude, how did the child do it? The child did it without the rope. He said, I'm not afraid of dying. He's like, I'm not afraid of death. It's a problem. He's like, <laughs> the problem was, as long as you have the rope, you have security. You can't jump the same. 
The jump you make because you have no last options is a big difference, folks. The moves you make when you're back to the wall, it's a big difference, folks. When I was younger, I used to love procrastinating, especially in college. Oh, man, I'd wait till like the last night, get a whole bunch of caffeine and my music, and I would just bang out papers. A lot of times, I think I've told this before, you know, I'd have my outline, but man, I, I could, when I back to the wall, I, I, I'm capable of amazing things, folks. Amazing things. I can achieve what takes some people days and hours. Especially my writing. I've hit deadlines. I couldn't even believe I hit them sometimes. Been paid for it, too. But if your back's not to the wall and you're comfortable, that's fine. But if you're at that point where you're at six figures trying to get to seven, it's a big difference. If you're at seven trying to get to eight, it's a big difference. It's, you know, it's those profound jumps that you need to make. You have to abandon everything. When I left New York, I knew I was gone. I knew I wasn't coming back. One of the first things I did was get temp place and real place. My friend's like, yo, keep the New York place. Yo, that's gangster. That's dope. I was like, nah, man, I'm committed. I live in Florida now. I'm a Floridian. My kids will not know another life. We might visit New York, get some pizza, see my family, but there's nothing for us here. I miss the pizza and my family. And physically, my family lives here or visits here frequently. My parents are trying to get out here soon, too, so it's... It's just better lifestyle for us, folks. Maybe not for everyone. You know, the rent is going through the roof. We'll talk about that the next podcast, probably. Because they are now trying to up my rent ridiculously. But we'll see. Just gives me more impetus to move, right? Put my back to the wall. Folks, I quit a good job in New York. I had great benefits there. I could get my teeth cleaned four times a year for free. My wife's first birth, childbirth, and pregnancy cost us all $300 total for everything from first visit to, you know, um, him being what he called, um, you know, he got a little snip step. I can't even think what you call it. Circumcised. Well, I've seen the obstetrician, the guy in college, you know, checking the staples, all that all that stuff. Done. Easy. $300 in my pocket total. Plus gas, of course. We were driving to a further out hospital. We felt comfortable because we... So a specialist just in case because, you know, it was going on our life. But the minute I knew she was pregnant, we started plotting. I kept plotting heavier and heavier. And we left. I was I scared, of course. I was doing something I never thought. I always want... Not always. I wanted to do for like 12 years at that point. But I left a good job in the education field with guaranteed benefits, guaranteed everything. In fact, when I left, they they kept $3,000 of my pension because it was a city's contribution. I resigned. I didn't retire. And then all the retro raise I would have gotten, we would have had to stay for at least four years. So my wife would have to stay home for four years, work for four years to get that money back. And then she would have gotten pieces. So technically, we left about twelve dollars to $16,000. I think it was like fourteen, fourteen eight because we didn't stay to get all the bonuses, not the bonuses, the raises and whatnot that we would have got for signing our contract. Now, this is money that was, okay, well, we didn't pay you guys any raise for this year, this year, this year. So this year, this year, this year. So we would have to stay until like 2022 to get all the money. Even though those were retro increases to our pay. So basically, we left money on the table. The city kept money that wasn't ours because they claimed it. And I came out with no job. Just some hopes for my family and a dream. And you know, right now, the market's crazy. Inflation is up. Like I think I said before, they say seven. It's like 22%. Gas went from like a buck seventy to four hundred five now at Costco. Everything I buy costs more. Everything. Every single thing. The only thing I can think to do is turn my back on everyone. And you start writing more. And just so you know, just to be clear, I didn't record my podcast last week, but I wrote for hours. Hours. There's always a will. 
There's always a way with a will, folks. You can get it done. But you have to be able to walk out on everything. Quit the job that pays your bills. Stop hanging out with the friends who encourage you to use those drugs. Cancel your internet so you don't look at porn on your TV. Yeah, that sounds really wild, right? Cancel my internet. What? Well, first, you're going to save 70 bucks a month times 12 months. Oh, I still have my phone. Good. Get a porn block on your phone. You understand? I live with my best friend, and he's the reason I drink. So we hang out every day. We live together. Good. Lock your door and don't talk to him. Tell him you love him, but you got to get away for your own safety. Here's a pro tip. If that's really your friend, he's going to get it. If he's not your friend, he's your enemy. He's an ancient moment because it hurts him that you're doing something good for you. Swallow that lump in your throat. Ugh. You have to be willing to turn your back and walk away from everything you know and everything you love. I'll be honest, your family's going to turn on you too. Your friends are going to turn on you. They'll stop answering your phone calls. It's happened to me. The friends, not the family. But, but I got a good few friends who still call. Still check on me and vice versa. I got a wife who I've been with 16 years and I have kids. Yeah. There goes someone I know right now. <laughs> but folks, I'm going to get out of here have one more errand to run before I get home. And I have to be in the job super early tomorrow. Because you're responsible, you have the responsible stuff. But I will say this. Love your family. Hug up on them. The people you love, let them know you love them. Life is short. I'm blessed to have my parents, but I can't imagine my, my cousins who lost their mom. I can't imagine their pain right now. So shout out to them. My love's with you. It's Tony at ChangingAdvance.com. Change in advance on Twitter. YouTube should be changing advance. If not, I got to double check. I actually had two YouTube I didn't realize, but um, Instagram is Pedagogy of the Fresh. I'm not going to spell it out today, but walk away, folks. Whatever your walk away looks like, do it. Quit the job that pays your rent. Build your business. Stop hanging with your friends, build your business, and just work at you know, 9 to 5. Then you work 5 to 12, and you go straight to sleep. Stop drinking those beers. Stop going to those clubs. Walk away.